Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. So welcome back, Savvy Souls. Today, we're going to talk about one of the biggest reasons you might not be reaching your full potential and how you can fix that. So the short answer is this happens when we seek answers outside ourselves and we look to people we think are experts, the more schooled, the more experienced people we might call sages and gurus, the coaches, the leaders, the teachers, our parents, our boss, and we let their answers define our values. We let their priorities define our priorities. So don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with researching and reading and talking to people and gathering all the information we can, all the data that we can, so we can make an informed decision. But so long as we're doing it out of general curiosity and interest fully in our power to make our own decisions, just another data source for our own decisions. But what happens far too often is what we're really doing is trying to get other people to make our decisions for us. And when we do that, our decisions are never as good as the ones we'd make when we don't surrender our power to other people. There's some pretty good reasons to look inward instead of outsourcing your decisions. I want to take you through this one by one so you can really think about and notice all the times that you go outside yourself and hope that some expert is going to show up and steer you in the right direction. So first of all, the reason that experts can't make as good decisions as you can is because no one else has lived your life. Experts have only lived their lives. And this matters because decisions are always made within a context, the context of your life. So when I was a young economist, I worked for the Department of Finance for the federal government in Canada, and I was a tax policy officer. That meant I was an economist who looked at Canadian tax policy, and we came up with new policies and made legislative changes. And I eventually realized I really didn't love economics, but I thought tax was kind of cool. And I was trained in two things, economics and tax. So I thought I needed to carry on with one of those. So I decided the best way to decide what I want to do next for my career is to go to a bunch of experts who know about tax. And so I went to a senior guest accountant, really senior guy who was working with the department. He was on loan from one of the big accounting firms. And I went to a lawyer who was on loan with the government from a law firm. And then I talked to one of our most senior 
uh, economists who loved his job, had a very senior position and just thought being a bureaucrat was the best thing in the world. And guess what I learned from each one of them? Guess what is the only thing each one of them could tell me? All they could tell me was their experience in that job and whether they liked it or not. And what I did was I focused on what they said and I compared the information from each of the three of them. And then I picked the choice that sounded the best for me. And it's so interesting when I think back about my mindset then, it was like, I'm gonna seek all the expert advice I can because they know best. And then I'm gonna see which expert sounds best to me and then pick what he said. Because you know, this is back in the 80s, it was mostly men around me and these were all men. But it's interesting, I didn't ask myself ever, is this really what I want to do? I didn't ask, does becoming a tax lawyer call to me? Because that's, I ended up leaning towards tax law. Do I love solving puzzles like puzzles like Jim, the lawyer who was the expert I thought made the most sense? Is, is does, just because he loves it, is it, are the things he's saying things that resonate with me? Is that something I would love too? All I could see is that he was a tax lawyer and he seemed to love it the most. My mindset was, hey, I'm gonna go to the experts and then I'll know what to do. I think there's a lot of this, maybe not so quite blatantly, but there's a lot of this in the choices we make. So if, if you were to come to me and ask me about becoming a life coach or becoming an artist, all I could tell you is how it's worked for me what I've been able to do, what I enjoy, what I like and what I don't like, kind of how it fit into my life and how I went through my journey. And it would be all very personal to my personal experience in life and where I was at in my experience and my skill set at the time I did each of these things. And I might also have some secondhand information from other artists and other coaches I've met but anything I told you about their experiences would be filtered through me. I'm just one person. None of us is ever starting anything from the same place. So it makes sense that no expert can tell us what to do. We've all got different interests, skills, passions, tolerances, dispositions, brains, personalities. And if I do the same thing as you, or you do the same thing as me, we're gonna have completely different experiences. So that's, that's the first uh, drawback in going outside yourself. The second is, when you think about it, experts have always developed their experience, their expertise rather, by focusing on one area, right? That's why they're experts. They've spent a lot of their lives focusing in on you know going deep in a particular area particular subject matter a particular profession and they know all about that what that means is that they've missed out on other things that might be extremely relevant to your choices their thinking might be limited in some important ways i think often the best answer for you could be 
to be thinking outside the box to come up with something new to put things together in a new way the best experience the best answers may be for you to do something in a completely new way i think the most valuable things we can often do is to create something brand new in the world and i don't mean you all need to rush off and create a new product and become entrepreneurs but it could be a new way of showing up at work a new way of doing a job a new way of uh doing something part-time it, it, it could be anything and it would be unique to you and where you are in your life so the best answers might be come from ignoring the systems and processes everyone else thinks are great because they've always worked in the past for them so you think about it that's the other thing about experts they're specialized so they're very focused on one thing which means they're not focused on other things and all all they can tell you is what they've learned from the past because that's where their expertise comes from what they've done in the past and this past focus can blind us to new answers so when i became an artist i got lots of advice from very generous well-meaning experienced and talented artists and although it was all very well-meaning a lot of it wasn't for me because i was at a different point in my life i'd had a whole history doing other things i had my own spirituality i had uh, just a completely different education i was coming from a different place so a lot of what they're telling me was right for them and not right for me and i quickly learned that i do benefit from getting some bare bones technical help how to do certain things technical information about how certain paints work media work how to stretch a canvas that kind of stuff but what i found very quickly is i didn't benefit from creative help because hearing what experts other experts thought about how i should do things I wanted to resist discussions like that because it made me think too narrowly and it trapped, it felt like it would trap me in a box and make me less creative, kind of ironically. I also didn't benefit from marketing advice, although at first I, I thought, well, I don't know anything about marketing my own business. I need to get all this advice from other people. But it really led me down some different paths because of the confidence and assurance that different marketing experts have you can find any answer you want from some marketing expert or another but it has to be something that works for you and it helps to bring you into the mix so again look to other people for kernels of wisdom but not to make my decisions and i didn't really need to know the way things had always been in the art world or what the market had done previously because i was intent on developing my own completely unique approach and i have no doubt i'm a better artist my paintings are even more magical because i ignored most of the well-intentioned expert advice that i received even from just brilliant accomplished artists if i'd delved too deeply into what other artists thought i should do i wouldn't have been open to developing my own way and my own new way of doing things and i think it would have been a mistake for me and now i come to my third most important reason to not look to experts to make decisions for you but to go within 
when you look externally, instead of going within for your answers, I think you're missing the biggest sources of wisdom available to you. There are four sources of wisdom that no outside expert can give you. The first is the wisdom in your body. The wisdom contained in your body is extraordinarily accurate. One of the most powerful tests I learned to find the wisdom in my body is when I first explored life coaching. I took a life coach training with Martha Beck and she had this test, which she called shackles on and shackles off. And the idea is if you're making a decision, you say, um, I should, I should join this class and you get grounded and very still before you, ask, you say that sentence to yourself. And then you just feel in kind of your heart space. And if you feel an expansion, you feel an easing and an opening up. Even if this class you're thinking about taking sounds scary, if your chest expands, it means you should do it. And if you feel a contraction, a closing down, um, that, that, that means no. So that's kind of a shackles on and shackles off test. A really great book about how to seek the wisdom of your body. I may have mentioned this before because I'm always quoting it is called Your Inner G GPS by Zen Cryer. I'm going to butcher this name, Debruki but it's called your inner GPS It's available on Amazon. And no, I don't get paid for that, but it's this incredible book that kind of goes through the shackles on shackles off test, but it's described differently and gives you some other parameters in your body to, to, to see what your body is communicating with you. I don't think there's a clear answer why all of this works, but it is definitely true. Our body has an intelligence, our brain and our mind doesn't have, I've got my own theory about this. It doesn't matter because in my experience, what I did and what, what your inner GPS suggests that you do is just try out this methodology, try using this going to your body to make, decisions. And if it works hundred percent of the time, you find out whenever you can test a decision, if hundred percent of the time it works for you, do it. And if it doesn't work hundred percent of the time, don't. And that's been my experience. Uh, anything that could be measurable or judged later as a good decision or not, my body has always steered me the right way. Definitely something a outside expert would never be able to tell me. Our body just communicates through an intuitive sense that something is right or wrong for us. And I think that when we test it, uh, when we test it through a feeling of expansion or contraction, we will never go wrong. Okay. The second way of going within that an expert can't do is to feel your feelings. Your feelings are there biologically for a purpose. And that purpose is to communicate to you. It, your feelings will communicate what's right or wrong or will signal unaddressed issues that you need to be looking at. So if you make a decision or you imagine making a decision and you feel a sharp pang of sadness or 
feeling kind of resigned or stuck or regret, it's most likely the wrong decision for you. So when this arises, these kind of feelings arise, go inward and just sink into the feelings, allow them to be there and kind of have a conversation with them. Ask your feelings, what do you want me to know? So if you're feeling sad, you kind of talk to the sadness as if it's a person. You say, what do you want me to know about this decision? And then you just sit in silence and wait for answers and they will come. And this process will help you arrive at clear headed decisions that are right for you that take into account um, underlying things that you might not think about if you're externally focused. The next area of information that you can get looking inward that an expert can't know is your dreams and your visions. When you learn to interpret your dreams and your visions, you can get sound and clear, accurate information that can help you make the right choices for you. Our crazy brains get in the way all the time. Our brains ignore a lot of stuff. And that's because our brains are wired to focus on our survival. They are definitely not wired to focus on enlightenment or uh, self-actualization or anything else. They are focused on survival. Our dreams guide us towards what our higher selves yearn to create. Our dreams cheer us on there. I've even discovered nightmares are always have a benign intent and it's to direct you toward what you need to know. And then the final aspect of going within is universal knowledge. So when you learn to trust yourself and you allow yourself to get deeply present, just taking in the moment, not thinking, just using all your five senses, allowing yourself to get spacious, or maybe even meditate, but it doesn't need to be that. It could just be deeply present. You'll find that answers start flowing to you. You're connecting to a universal wisdom. Again, something that the experts can't do for you because it's always personal. It's always what's best for you, not what's best for the rest of the world, but what's best for you. So to recap, all the reasons your decisions will be better if you stop relying on the experts and go within. The first reason was only you can make decisions within the context of your life and what you want. Secondly, the best decisions happen when you think outside the box and invent new ways of doing things. By definition, the experts can never know this. And thirdly, when you go within, you get access to all these sources of wisdom that go beyond survival and support your higher self. And you can access these through your embodied wisdom, your feelings, your dreams and visions, and your experiences of intense presence and spaciousness. So Savvy Souls, over the next week, I would like you to catch yourself when you notice wanting someone else to give you the answers. When you, when you notice yourself doing this, because we all do this, I do this, we, like, we all do this, just pause, check in with yourself, and test how the different decisions feel in your body. Do you feel expanded or contracted? 
just state each decision as if you've made it already and feel in your chest, does it expand or contract? And then notice any strong feelings that come up and ask, you sit down, allow them, ask what they're telling you, listen to what they have to say. Take notes from any dreams that you have and ask someone who knows how to do dream analysis, help you discover the messages in your dreams. And by the way, this I know a really super easy method that I use to do dream analysis. And if anybody wants to volunteer, I could do a podcast episode where I coach you on your dream analysis as another podcast episode. And um, I could teach our audience the dream analysis technique as I do that. So volunteer, let me know, send me a, uh, a message, reach out to me if you'd be interested in volunteering and I'll put how to reach me in the show notes. It's a very easy technique. And finally, meditate or get present and ask for answers. Remember, savvy souls, you have all the best answers for you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it will help you feel more resolved to look within and not think there's somebody better out there who has all the answers that you've been searching for to know that there's so much wisdom in you. And when you access that, your life will unfold in magnificent and amazing ways. And that's a guarantee. Okay. See you next time. Bye. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.